Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Easy American English Podcast. I'm your host, Teacher Yvonne. The Easy American English Podcast was created to help English learners learn some of the trickier aspects of American English. So, without further ado, let's get started. Today's episode is the fourth in our series on tenses. We talked about tenses in their basic form. Then we looked at the past tense and the present tense. And this episode, we're going to consider the future tense. Previously, we considered that past, present, and future all indicate time because tenses help us to communicate what time or when an action is taking place. However, the aspect of each of those times is broken down even further into simple, continuous, perfect, and perfect continuous. The future simple is an action to be completed in the future. For example, I will go to the store. Another example is, I will go to school. The future continuous is an action occurring at a specific point in time. Let's look at our example that was used in the future simple. I will go to the store. If you want to turn the future simple statement of I will go to the store into future continuous, you will need to add a specific point in the future. You'll need to talk about a specific date or a specific time in the future. Essentially, you're adding more information. I will go to the store on Wednesday. I will go to the store next week. Future simple and future continuous are very similar and close to each other on a timeline, just like the present simple and continuous and the past simple and continuous. Future continuous takes the future simple one step further by adding more information about whatever it is you are going to do in the future. Just to give you another example between the two, I will go to the movies. I will go to the movies on Saturday. Another example could be, I will be taking English classes. I will be taking English classes on Thursdays. Future perfect is an action that finishes in the future before or at the time of another future action. An example could be, I will have completed my book by Wednesday. 
Another example is, I will have shopped for the wedding by tomorrow. Future perfect continuous is an action at a certain point in the future expressing duration. I will have been learning to play the violin for two years this spring. I will have been studying French for three weeks in May. I will have owned this watch for two years this summer. What is important to remember about the future perfect is it helps you to evaluate more than one action because it considers an action that finishes in the future, either before or at the time of another future action. While the future perfect helps you to compare when two actions in the future will occur, the future perfect continuous shows duration. It talks about an action in the future at a certain point. If we're going to consider future simple, future continuous, future perfect, and future perfect continuous on a timeline, think of future simple and future continuous being along the same line but further into the future, whereas future perfect and future perfect continuous are a little closer to the present. I know that might sound a bit confusing, but think about this. In the present, you would say, I go to work. That's present simple. And along the same line in the present, the present continuous, which gives a little more information, you would say, I am going to work on Friday. Moving further into the future from the present simple and the present continuous is the future perfect continuous. I will have been going to work for a week. Moving even further into the future is the future perfect. I will have gone to work for one week before going on vacation. Moving even further into the future are the future continuous and the future simple along the same line, with the future continuous being, I will be going to work on Friday, and the future simple being, I will go to work. Timelines of the past, present, and future tenses broken down even further into the aspects of simple, continuous, perfect, and perfect continuous can be really helpful for understanding. I encourage you to continue to do your research and studying and practice using these tenses and try to figure out exactly what's being communicated 
when you use the different tenses with their respective aspects. I do hope I was able to shed a little light on the tenses and to help give you a better understanding of what's being communicated with the tenses. I hope you continue to stay with me. After this commercial break, we will be back with those funny words. Welcome back. Now we're going to consider funny words. And today's funny words are a bit interesting in that I never really thought of them as particularly confusing. However, I have a lifetime of speaking English and I have a lifetime of context with respect to these two words. The words we're considering today are customer and client. Customer, C-U-S-T-O-M-E-R, and client, C-L-I-E-N-T. We are talking about people that in some way purchase goods and or services, okay? Now, a customer is someone who purchases a product or a service from uh, a company um, where a client has a little more professional support or service from that particular uh, entity. For example, you could be a life coach and you have clients as such. You are providing professional support, your coaching services to that person. All right. Customers and clients can differ in the relationship that they have with the company with which they are doing business, but it's always important to remember that typically clients are longer business relationships. Now, that is not to say that customers cannot be what are called long-term customers. Think about this, for example. Maybe there is a particular store where you choose to buy your groceries and you've been buying your groceries from that store for the last five years. You would be considered a long-term customer. Typically, customers will complete a one-time purchase and there are no formal relationships or agreements like contracts. Normally, if there is a contract, you can refer to the person with whom the contract was made as a client. Again, I never really thought of these words as particularly confusing, but the idea that a student had a question about these words led me to think about some of the words that aren't particularly confusing to native speakers because of context, but may in fact be a bit confusing to those trying to learn English. I hope that clarifies the difference between a customer and a client. Stay tuned and we will be back for our word of the day. 
and welcome back. Now it's time for our word of the day. The word of the day for this episode is affluent. Affluent. A F F L U E N T. Affluent. Affluent is an adjective and it means having great wealth or a lot of money. Think of it as a synonym for wealthy, rich, prosperous, opulent, or well-off. Some ways in which affluent could be used are, many Americans are considered affluent compared to others in some countries. Another example is, my aunt moved to an affluent neighborhood once she received a raise. Another example is, we plan to study the psychology of the affluent societies of the Western world. Affluent. Affluent. A-F-F-L-U-E-N-T. And again, it is an adjective that means wealthy, rich, or prosperous. And that completes today's episode of the Easy American English Podcast. I want to thank you all for joining me. And until next time, stay safe.